Hello and welcome to episode 193 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. Some people might be already gone. But um, I'm your host, the man that Michael Clark modelled his love life on, Nick. And let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the man that invented the cheeky Nando's. Welcome, David. Oh, David might not be here. All right, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Next up is the ballerine's answer to Steve Smith because he started off as a leggy and now he's a run-making machine. Welcome, <laughs> Alex. Gritty 14s. <laughs> That's what Steve Smith's known for, too. Uh, uh. And lastly is the Don Bradman of running late. Welcome, Ross. <laughs> I think you'll find I was here in the minute on my clock still said the yeah, correct time. Have technically yeah. been on time, but I couldn't think yeah. of a funny one to read. Oh, no, that's fair enough. I'm not very humorous, so yeah, good on you. All righty, so, welcome. Sorry, I was just going to say, um, David Bullock is indeed not here. Um, yeah. There was a snap presentation I had to attend to, <laughs> got organised um, about two hours ago. So yeah, yeah that's really impressive. unlucky that way. Yeah, yeah that's he impressive. Sent the text message around and went, "Oh shit, the presentation's nights on tonight, fellas." Yeah. It's, it's lucky because. Um, then he like to get the trophies done that quickly. That's amazing, turning. Yeah, it must yep. be a must know an engraver. Pen written on like chunks of wood. There you go, mate. <laughs> it's a eighty-year-old boffin with really small glasses on the end of his <laughs> nose, furiously engraving the names as they get read out of the presentation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. All right, so we're going to kick off with um, the end of the Australian-India Border Gavaskar Trophy Series that happened over in India, of all places. Um, so there was, it was the wow. fourth and final test um, of the series. It was in Ahmedabad. Uh, so Australia would bat first. They would make 480 Usman would make 180, and Cam Green would make 114, making his first test ton. So well done to two-tall Cam Green. It was Ashwin doing the damage with the ball, taking six for 91. Muhammad Shami took two for 134. And was, oh, so, I think he got very frustrated as he's bowling. He seemed to be pulling his hair out of his head. But, um, <laughs> in reply, the Indians would make 571 for nine. Uh, Virat Kohli would make 186 and Shubman Gill would make 128. Virat's ton had a bit of uh, Dave Warner's Boxing Day double ton about it. Just like, I am fucking making a ton here no matter what. I don't care what anyone else says. So yep. he, ba- he batted three, faced 364 balls for his 186. So almost uh, going at 50 of a strike rate. So. Travis Head was a bit unlucky. Oh, no, sorry, he's coming up. Whoops. Yeah, that's in the next. Ooh. That's in the next inning. Sorry, uh, that's all right. Nate Lyon takes three, three for one hundred and fifty-one, and Todd Murphy takes three for one hundred and thirteen. So the Aussies would have a second bat, trying to see if they can force something to happen. They would be two for one seventy-five when the captains come together, shook hands, and said nothing's going on here. Trav Head would get out for ninety, which Ross alluded to, and Manus would get sixty-three not out. Axar Patel would take. A wicket as would Ashwin in that final innings. Man of the match was Virat Kohli, which would surprise nobody. Man of the series was Ashwin with 86 runs, but he also took 25.
five wickets. So Not I was serious. thought Jadeja would have been a chance considering he got the first two man of the matches, but um, apparently that didn't matter. So. No, I think they got the Crick Info guys to do the man of the series there. Yeah, CA is still in shock that Dave Warner didn't feature. Yeah, shattering <laughs> news for them. And Dave Warner. It's a concerning trend. But, yeah, so... um. I watched a bit of this test, um, as we all did. So it was good to see Cam Green get his tiny batted really well. Usman probably deserved the 200. This time he got none to blame but himself. It wasn't like um was it one in Australia where everyone fucking went out on him and left him stranded. So, But um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So that's life. Well, diff shit, dickhead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, okay, Russ. Top run scorers for the uh, test series. Number one, Usman Kawaja. Number two, Virat Kohli. Wow. And number three, Axa Patel. Yes. How many runs mm. did Virat get? 297. Right. So you take it at 186, you got 100 more. Yeah, yeah but it was a low scoring series. <laughs> but he did uh, score look, that 186. Yeah. <laughs> Manus was fourth with 244, Rohit Sharma 242, and number six, Travis Head 235, which is good going considering he didn't play in the first test. Yeah, true as well. King Travis. Yeah. Very, very low, though, for a four test series, 300 being the max. Do we think Travis Head would have made the difference in the series for Australia if he played the first test? I love him to bits, and I'm going to say no. I don't Absolutely not. All that would have done is if he had played in that first, t- first test on that first pitch, would have made everyone go, see, you can't play uh, Yeah, true, like we did with Redshaw. Yeah, never yeah. again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> top wicket takers. In fairness, stamp for about the third fucking time, but stamped it. Yeah. Top wicket takers in the four test series Ashwin 25, Lyon and Jadeja 22, Todd Murphy 14, and then it was Kuhneman and Shammy with nine each. Yeah, Axar mm. Patel had a shit series. Um, he's he got three, three wickets, and Muhammad Siraj, who played two tests, got one wicket. Barely bowled. I'd like to know who yeah. is that he bowled. <laughs> Umesh Yadav got three wickets. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, Yadav. <laughs> Young Buck. I hope he comes to he goes to England to play that test. Jesus gets smashed <laughs> everywhere, I reckon. Uh well that is the next assignment for Australia, isn't it? The World Test Champo World Test against Champo India. Against so it's like a five five test series. So we can still draw the series. <laughs> it's True, something like it that way. I don't think that's the way it works, but Ross. <laughs> the, so the, if it's the a draw, final. do we get the trade because we're on top of the ladder? Is yeah, I'm pretty way? sure. Yeah. And I think it's gone from last one, New Zealand. India was a six-day test, and it rained a whole two days, so it actually was a good thing. I think this has gone back to a five-day oh, test. it's regular. Yeah. Uh, and it starts something like four days after the IPL final, so we yep. should be fine. Steve Smith will bump his wrist on a coffee table about two weeks to go mm-hmm. in the IPL and have a bit of downtime and find his hands again. And then he'll be Stark right. will be um, perfectly fine because he doesn't play any of that. Hitting garbage shit. Yeah. shit. He's retired, yeah. isn't he, Stark? He won't play a game past February. Like. Yeah. That's it. I think I think tonight's his last game ever for his game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, if it isn't, uh, yeah. our wager comes to conclusion. Right. Yeah. Uh, nothing with my predictions, if not bold and incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so as we said, so the, um, in the end it was, um, was it, did we lose the series or draw the series? Uh, lost it. Lost it 2 1. So the Indians retain the trophy, which they would have retained from a drawn series anyway. Yes, Alex. Um, uh, a lot of the Indian pundits and players were suggesting that this is the strongest spinning side 
that's played tests in India since the Ashwin started, at least. He said it. Said these guys mm. are the best spinning team they've ever faced since Swan and Panasar back in the day when they lost that series, which is amazing plaudits for two debutants and one picked out of absolute obscurity in Kuhneman. Yeah, well, in the words of Ashwin, mm. Todd Murphy is somewhere between 10 to 50 times better than Nathan Lyon at the same point of their career. So it's he's the either... most ridiculous statement I think I've ever heard. Yeah, of course. He's at least 51 times better. Like, yeah. fucking 10 to 50. Like, give himself <laughs> a bigger margin. <laughs> 10 to 100. Big. Two yeah. to it's 2 to 500 times better. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, they don't too much of a fucking. Life. I do, I do disagree, Mick, because I reckon Murphy doesn't turn it enough. But we'll, we'll wait and see. He's very early in his career, so I thought it was actually good to play um, all the finger spinners because India are playing two finger spinners, a left armer and a right armer, and I thought it actually made sense to play Coons. One of those, I know, left field decisions, but mm. um, it just when he was bowling, I thought, yeah, his, he was bowling the way they were getting wickets. Yeah, um, a lot yeah, quicker. Yeah, yeah, at the stumps, just yep. shoo, 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 straight at the stumps, um, not giving him anything. So, yeah, he's going to get wickets because he's bowling like the Indians bowl. So, yep. hmm. Yeah, definitely better selection than Swepson and Agar. Yeah. I think they made yeah. the correct choice. I yes. think, you know, Agar apart from the... never been anywhere near being. No, nah, after his performance in Sydney. Yeah. A little bit after of his in, performance in, in life. Oh. A little bit of the uh, incumbent sort of thing that incumbent. Australian cricket has a lot. You know, yeah, they're the incumbent. The team either. So I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, listen, uh, maybe not incumbent, but always a second in line behind Nate Lyon. I think the word Lyon, you're looking Nathan, for. Nathan Lyon. I think the words you're looking for here are pecking order. <laughs> or understudy. There you go. Oh, he's been no, the understudy for Nathan Lyon the... for like nearly yeah. a decade, right? I think, Pretty much. Yeah, and he's been second in the pecking order for a long time. And when they went and looked at the depth chart, he was there second. So, yeah, so exactly. yeah. Like Josh Hazelwood, you've got to pick him. Absolutely. And I think apart from maybe a few things in the first test, the selectors did a good job with just everything, but they have a little bit hamstrung in that first test. And I think apart from like you know, like obviously the head decision in hindsight was bad, like in that first test. But I think aside from that, there hasn't been too many really no, I think, glaring. I think they got it right with Kuhneman ahead of Agar. Yeah. And yep. I was know swept and left, but um, yeah, Hanscom as well was a good selection. Was a good pick. It's quite yeah, it was negative. Just, they should have left head in and not brought Ren- uh, left Renshaw out. Probably yeah. that's about it. Yeah, Alex Carey, interesting one. Mick, I know we're probably going to move on to the ODI. He couldn't make a run in no. that test series. He he? Very well, but like yeah, on very try- trying conditions, on very trying pitches, he actually. Did a very good job with the gloves, but fuck me, he could not buy a run that no. I'm not expecting him to make 50s or 100. But, you know, he's batting at seven, it's fine. But you'd think he could make a 30 now. <laughs> yeah. You'd still, like, still expect, like, it's hard yeah. too because of the tail he's got. So he probably thinks yeah, he has yeah. to be, get his runs quicker and a bit more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. There's a chance he's going to get stranded on like four once the tail yeah. get him behind him. But you think he should be making like 30s and that, not yeah. out. Like, yeah. just. And and also when um, when he's in with uh, the proper batsman, uh, he you know I can understand as soon as the tower comes in, okay, he might you know go a bit um, risky, bat more with more risk. But when he's in with the one of the top six players, he should yeah just be able to 
plays batsman, basically. Mm. He's one of these people who got caught up in the, oh, the reverse sweep is just a shot I play mentality. It's like, dude, like, just fucking bat, like, normally, like, just... Mm. And, like, Hanscom showed it in that test when he made when he made his good score. Like, he just batted mm. straight, waited for the ball under his eyes. Like, we've talked about it a million times, but yeah. Terry still got caught up in the I'm a sweeper person and just didn't, like... You've got to be good enough to adjust. And, like, yeah. the whole theory that, yeah. oh, this is just what I do, it's like, no, no, like... If the conditions don't suit to what you do, you've got to you at your level you should be able to adjust to that. Like, yeah, I agree with that. It's all that playing natural game bullshit. It's like yeah. if the conditions don't suit your natural game, then to show you a really good player, you adjust to suit the conditions. Yeah, definitely. All righty. So yes, yeah, so that wrapped it up. So uh the Indians retain the Border Gavaskar trophy and they all get I think they all get foot spas as a prize. <laughs> <laughs> from Alan Border. Yeah. Yeah. They, get, they get a bunch life, of sour so. lollies so they can be as sour as fucking Sonny Gavaskar is. Uh, <laughs> still not Warheads, sour as Warheads, Mick. That's our bad commentary is now that he's not the oh, worst commentator. I know. The worst <laughs> one is he went, Ravi he went further up the list just by fucking hanging around. Like. Yeah. Ravi Shastri just yelling three or four word phrases from time to time. Yeah. He's the worst yes. by far. Alex. Yes. Yes. While we're on the commentary bashing, which is something I love to do, uh, watching the ODI that's currently on, um, if you're listening live, listeners, you're obviously not. Um, <laughs> but uh, Mitch Johnson um, was commentating and Shubman Gill dropped an absolute soda on the boundary. Like He got there, he's a professional cricketer, he paid millions of dollars and he dropped it. And Mitchell Johnson could not just say, oh, gee, he should have caught that. It was like, oh, he's got his hands to it. Oh, he's made really good ground early. All this sort of stuff. He just couldn't finish it off with what Mark Wall would probably say. It was That's why he couldn't want to get sent home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, look, really? Look, Mark Wall didn't get sent home. It was all part of the... It was a deal. He signed to do the I know, first but that's not as funny, Ross. Yeah, I know. No, true. And we keep saying it, and everyone in Australia keeps saying it. And then five years' something. time, it's yeah. fact. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I really agree with you, Alex, because I don't know why he couldn't say, oh, that was a poor effort. And just it was that. Just woeful. say it was poor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you don't have to go over the top and just say, oh, it was a poor effort. Should have caught that. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. You'd expect, you know, the, the easy way is saying you'd expect him to catch that nine times out of ten. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, that's yeah. the easy way. Yeah. So he didn't even say yeah. that. It was just like he made good ground and it's like he dropped a soda. Anyway. He dropped one Shivman Gill in slip the I think it was the first ODI. <laughs> Honestly, it looked like he jumped across Goddine's hands and then it went then it rolled out the front. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, well, sounds like he's lucky he might run. Fucking hell. Yeah. All right, it was so speaking... with their fielding outfit. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of the first ODI, so the first ODI was held in India in a cricket ground somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I give India one thing, Nick. They're very good at constructing bowl-shaped cricket oh, grounds. I love it. From, from all the drone shots that the TV coverage love to give us. And I think if there's one thing India, as well as exporting our IPL and franchise T20 cricket to the world, they could perhaps export stadium construction to England and show them how to build oh, in right. a circle. Because they, they don't Hexagonals know. or just yeah, some you know, random weird you know, shape. Two, two ones like these, two straight ones, and then then like a semicircle. And, and you know, like, no, learn how to build in a circle. 
India's which, got it most. Weird which ground is like it? Like a hammerhead shark for, for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Which ground is it where there's the whole stands that they... It must be temporary, but it's massive. It's got to be like Rosette Z up the back of it in England, and it's sort of facing not towards the centre of the ground, and there's like no cover on it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of them. The Headingley you know, or something, and it's like so, yeah. it's so fucking freezing at the top oh, of that yeah, stadium. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like relatively relatively out. new too, and it's got no yeah. roof. Yeah, 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 I think it yeah. is Headingley. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive, this stadium. Yeah. It yeah. takes forever it's to just, walk up the top of it. Ah, oh, just pathetic. Yeah. Like, Build it fucking properly. Anyway, we move on, Mick. All righty. So, first ADI, the Aussies would bat first. Uh, they would not bat their overs. They would get rolled for 188 inside 36 overs. Well, they got them. The Bison would make 81 off 65 balls and went Coco Bananas. Next best was Josh Inglis, who was in the side with the gloves instead of Alex Carey, and he made 26. Mohamed Shami would get three for 17, and Mohamed Siraj would get three for 29. Ooh. Uh, India would chase it down in 39.5 overs. So technically, the Aussies can take the moral high ground because they didn't take as many overs to make their runs. So well done to them. Uh, mm. But India would get 191. KR Rahul would get 75 red. And Jadeja would get 45 not out. Mitch Stark would pick up three for 49. And Marcus Stoinis would get two for 27. <laughs> India would win by five wickets. Ravinda Jadeja was man of the match, which doesn't make any sense considering he didn't take more than three wickets and another bloke made 75 not out. Anyway. He fielded really well. Fucking good work, Crick Info. He win two man of the matches in the test and then he's come in and got a a stinky one in the ODIs as well. He's got a main Crick Info, that's what I'd say. so. So we had the second ODI, the Aussies would Bowl first this time. They would roll India for 117 in 26 overs. Virat would top score with 31 and Axar Patel get 29 red. It was the big left arm quick from New South Wales. Ross's man, Mitch Stark, who fucking destroyed him, taking five Getting for 53. Better with Sean Abbott killed him, taking three for 23 to support him. Um, so the Aussies would... Yes, Roscoe. Oh, sorry. I just going to say Mitch Stark there. He did bowl extremely well. Um the thing was, he took a fifer, and yep. he's taken nine fifers in ODI cricket in a hundred and nine games. And everyone yeah. else on the list who's taken you're taking three hundred games. Yeah. And yeah. I think is it eleven is the most ever fifer, so he's not far off. And yeah, it's like whoever, it's um, is it was it no, it wasn't Imran Khan. It's like Wacker. Yeah, whoever's taken the most, taken has, twice as many games. Wasim or someone has like yeah, like yeah. twelve, and they've played like three hundred and twenty-five games. Nah, it would be Wasim Akram. Yeah. 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 So, but um, yeah. So Mitch Marsh and Travi Head would chase it down in eleven overs. They get one twenty-one, none down. Marsh, Mitch would get sixty-six, and Travis would get fifty-one. Travis. Um, the best of the bowling was no one because they didn't take any wickets. Dumbasses. <laughs> um, Mitch so Marsh was in the same form he was in the second ODI, just planting his feet and just whacking them fucking everywhere. It was very, it was very good to watch. The Aussies win by 10 wickets with 234 balls remaining in the innings. Oh, so many. I don't think I've ever seen a scorecard like that between two yeah. you know, top-tier nations win with 234 balls to spare. It's always like Nepal playing yeah. Netherlands or something. Yeah. Third ODI is not the game that Pavel's playing in. <laughs> uh, man of the match was Mitch Stark for his five for, um 
So, yeah, so that's uh, so there's one more ODIs we spoke about, which is currently on as we're recording this. The Aussies mm-hmm. were batting first. And as we started this recording, Dave wanted to his fucking wig it away like a knobhead. Um, yes. But, yeah, so we'll report on that for the next Betting middle order oh, yeah. too, Dave. Yeah. yeah, betting at four. I was going to give a score update, Mick, but we'll save that for 14 days' time. Yeah, that's it. When it's, <laughs> when it's, more, when it's more important, when no one remembers. Yeah, that. when it's more appropriate. Right on yeah. people, forefront of people's mind. We'll, that's um, it. Yeah, update um, them. All righty. So from there, we're going to move on to a little bit of international cricket. And Roscoe, you would like to have a chat about South Africa versus the West Indies. I would. Oh, ball well, buster of a series. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> you you joke. I flicked on the other day and West Indies had started well and then had dug themselves into a hole in the second ODI. And I made the comment to you guys that Shea Hope averages 48 across 105 um, ODIs and we're all sort of slightly miffed about that because yep. um, it seems like a good player but you know sort of player might average 32 and you wouldn't really know Yeah, <laughs> but there he was and he was the difference in this particular ODI uh, he set them up for a massive total in fact 8 for 335 and uh, he made a total of um 128 not out of 115 balls, Ooh. ably supported by uh, Nicholas went down my leg, 39 of 41. And Rovman Powell, my new favourite West Indian player. He looks like a, uh, you know, sort of a clone of uh, Kyron Pollard. He made 46 of 49. And they made 335, as I said. And then they turned around and bowled South Africa out for 287, despite... Temba Bavuma opening the batting and making 144. Jesus, just couldn't get enough. um, Couldn't get enough support because no one other than his opening partner, Quinton de Kock, made more than 27. So yeah, it was um, one out, all out basically. And they fell away quickly. The best of the bowlers was um, Akil Hussain, three for 59. Good on him. I'm yep. proud your of man, Your man, all shoulder muscle, Mick Odin Smith, one for 40. Oh, big okay. fella. Yeah, that's him. Righty. Um, the first and third, the first one was the best of the three ODIs. This was at Buffalo Park in East London. Do you know what, what made it special, Alex? Has uh, a heap of heard of Buffalo's ran through one day? No, it was a complete washout. Not a ball was bowled. So that's, oh, yeah, that's made it the most, the best one. They then moved on from East London to Potch of Stroom. And this was a special game too. West yep. Indies batted first, made 260 all out of 48.2 overs. Cardinal Sin didn't bat your overs. Didn't yeah. bat your overs. And you, you know you know who made them pay? They called him in. Quinton de yep. called him in and he said, and I won't do a South African accent, but he said, where's the effect of fellas? They didn't bat, them, bat their overs. Let's make them pay. Yeah, absolutely. And pay they did. That oh, message was, was heeded mostly by your man, um, Henrik Klaassen. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was batting at five. Wow. How much do you think he made chasing 260 batting at 165. five? 165. <laughs> he made 119 not out of 61 oh. balls. <laughs> 61 so balls. He is basically batting at 200. And they're in a bit of pain in South Africa. They were four for 87 off 12 overs. Fucking hell. And then his uh, other partner went out in the 18th over. They were 142. So they put on <laughs> 60 in 
in six overs. So when that partner come out to Henry, did yeah. he just grab him by the scruff of the neck and said, we've got about our overs here, and then proceeded to go at 200? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you so, bat your overs, just bats the time. They were going at 10s for, for six overs, and then he got together with Marco Jensen, and they yeah, put on a hundred. Yeah, they put on a hundred in exactly ten overs. Fucking they went hell. <laughs> and yeah, they won. They chased it down in twenty nine point three overs. Fucking hell! So they were six for two hundred and sixty four off thirty. We'll call it. So they yep. should double their score from. <laughs> they should have made five hundred and twenty eight. <laughs> Well, that's the conventional wisdom, Ross. That is the conventional wisdom. Yeah. I'm just so impressed that as the wicket fell. He came in, and then they went at 10s for 16 overs. <laughs> Straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. What were they serving up? It's... Oh, absolute dross, I hear. Yeah. yeah. I, I caught a little grab of it on the internet radio. And yeah, it sounded yeah. like a bowl and just poo. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. Anyway, didn't log on to digital radio. It's yeah, really that's this it. new digital radio <laughs> thing. This new thing. Hey, everyone, you can tell everyone this is new thing. It's called digital radio. Only you can tune in to Tunisia if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. World it's radio. digital. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. It's on your phone because you've got internet on your phones now. That's amazing. Yeah, the hell. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. They didn't even need a Bjorn Fortune to bat. That's how well they did. Cheers. Do yeah, you need always, the rest of ABBA or Yeah, exactly. Always good South Africa to give you or just, Peter just, or John. Yeah, you think you've heard all the South African names and all of a sudden along comes Bjorn. The way someone knew. Rassi you know, when you've got a whistle. when you've got like a country where Quinton seems quite normal as a <laughs> as a name. You know you this one. Like, like so he's called Tony. It's pretty boring. It's like Tony's. how old is he? Seventy anyway. His surname, Dezorzi. <laughs> Tony Couldn't be Tony Smith. He's Tony DeZorzi. Yeah. Nickname like. Yo, Angela. Fucking. Tony DeZorzi. Tony DeZorzi, but just AB. Yeah. Why? Don't just say his name, AB. Yeah. AB DeZorzi. AB DeCock. That's better than Quinton. Talking of funny names, there's also a few in the um, the West Indies team. Uh, Yannick Karaya. Yeah. Yannick. Yannick, yeah. Sounds biblical, Yannick. Yeah, Yannick. It sounds Jewish, perhaps. Um, he doesn't have any hair on top of his head, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's from Trinidad, apparently. Ooh, um, and Tobago and or just Trinidad? No, just Trinidad. Okay. Yeah, Tobago not included. Can't be born in two places, can you? No, that's no. a good point. Yeah. And then, of course, there's... Um, Alzari Joseph, which you know, you get so familiar with these names, that, yeah, yeah, that just rolls off the tongue. But yeah, Odin as well. Mm. Anyway, over to you, Mick. We've covered that in depth, more in depth Man, than I think anyone, nasty. including Crick Info, has ever covered a three game <laughs> ODI series where one game was washed out. I have one question before Mick starts why not five or seven games? That's what exactly. I'm I think we can blame that on the ODI Super League. So thank goodness it's going in the bin. They're wondering why Cup. ODIs are going down the bloody drain. Only yeah. three. Match series yeah. or C-Rise. Seven match C-Rise. Yes. And just to get the last little bit there about ODI cricket, Mick, there's, there's a plethora of three-game ODI series going on now because I think the cutoff for qualifying for the World Cup is like 1st of May or something. And um, South Africa are backing up and playing a couple of COVID 
abandoned games against the Netherlands next week. So that should be good. That'll be interesting. Yes. And I did did have some other... We'll talk about that next podcast. (laughs) Seven days after it happened too, Mick, so that'll be good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Probably a little close to the podcast to talk about. We'll try and see what we can do. Yeah. All righty. So speaking of something that is near and dear to our heart of the podcast, um, we're going to talk some domestic cricket. So the Sheffield Shield is just um, about to wrap up. We start the final tomorrow where the mighty Ooh. Victorians take on those fucking pricks from WA. Lowly WA so, uh, maggots. Ross Bucket walks off and he's the one who wants to do the Shield wrap. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so, Let's like, just spin our wheels, Mick, for a bit. Here we thanks, go. The two-man podcast. So before Ross... it should have been from the start, Mick. Just yeah. you and me, not these other wankers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before uh, Ross goes through and gives us his shield wrap, um, cricket.com.au, um, which is effectively the Cricket Australia website, has announced their unofficial team of the tournament for the yeah, Sheffield Shield. Weird. So we'll just quickly run through that before Roscoe gives us his shield wrap. So um, starting at the top of the order, we've got that dirty, rotten, cheating cunt, Cam Bancroft. <laughs> we've got um, the doyon of the god of the modern day cricket opener, Marcus <laughs> Harris. I uh, got Caleb Jewell from Tassie, Pete Hanscom, yeah, Matty Short, who is just is the fucking god of cricket. He's the domestic god of cricket, Matty Short. Yeah, Jimmy Pearson has the gloves. Mick Nessa is uh, leading the bowling attack. Just forty wickets this year, and it's you know record breaking season, personal record breaking season for himself. That was and he's just such a nice guy too, Mick. Yep. The man, Will Will Southern, he has a C next to his name, which I think might stand for the chief, but it could also be because he's the <laughs> captain of this guy. Yeah, um, this is why you should make young blokes captain, so they yeah. can captain rep teams that don't play That's games. exactly right. Yes. And then we've got what the feckity, it's Mark Steckity, um, our man, Todd Murphy, and the big fucking wild quickest man in the history of cricket from WA that doesn't seem to fucking get a game anywhere, Lance Morris, is in that fucking side as well. So, um, yeah, it's not too bad. Probably not enough Victorians for my liking. I can only manage to get five in there, but that's, you know, you take what you can get. Trav Dean is probably a touch unlucky, the reigning um, fucking right. domestic cricketer of the year. But... Get zero respect. Reigning <laughs> domestic players cricketer of the year. Vote count winner. Gets no fucking respect by Cricket Australia. Oh, he should take him to court, I think. I wonder if that's a Plus bit action. like when all Plus the... Plus action. wonder if Travis Dean winning that was a bit like when all the Brisbane Lions voted for that um bloke from Collingwood as the oh, most yeah. courageous. What was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Loney. <laughs> that was uh, funny. All righty, Roscoe, so you want to run us through your shield rap, mate? Oh, I do. I just spied another good ODI that I could talk to you about, but we'll save that for um, 14 days' time, I think. Tajikistan yeah. versus... <laughs> no, it was actually Zimbabwe versus Netherlands, and... Um, uh, Are you going to talk about were... it anyway? Well, well, Netherlands... well we're fucking... <laughs> we're, we're, you've, you've piqued our interest. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Netherlands are in Netherlands, all sorts you of... say? Oh. Yeah, they're in all sorts of trouble. Five for 64 when Scott Edwards, the Aussie keeper... Who's also captain now? He went out, and then in strode Teja Nida Manaru, and he made batting at eight, and he made one hundred and ten off ninety six balls and got on through the line <laughs> with one ball to spare. They were they were, they were seven for two fifty five, and yeah, so You'll there get you three go. Next game. No, he's betting at seven. Go back there to eight as his local cricket. Wow. So, yes, he put on um, 
an absolute heap of runs with Colin Ackerman, and then he put on 110 with Shiraz Ahmed, who made 30. So unbelievable stuff. Poor old Zimbabwe can't take a trick. Tom Cooper, hanging with, he made one, batting at three. Good on him. And it's good to see um, Craig Irvine's captain. He'd be pretty old by now. And Gary Balance, bloke who played Test Cricket for England, he was batting three for Zimbabwe. Oh, that's right. He's gone gone back, hasn't he? I didn't realise he'd done that, actually. Yes, he had a few issues with that um, report coming out of Yorkshire. So decided to ah, come into sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, hmm. is that anyway. a similar? Is that the cricket term of the Nullarbor run when you just like just get the fuck out of dodge? Is that sort of? <laughs> I think he just decided to leave your. I might get out of here and go play for Zimbabwe. Yes, return to different climes. All right, we go do go now. The landscape's a little less fucking toxic. Go to Zimbabwe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice when Zimbabwe. Interesting choices you've had to make when Zimbabwe seems like a safe and good option. Probably didn't have too many choices. Don't no, what you're saying. It's like where can I, I like, play cricket got, professionally? You're the people in that court case with Michael Vaughan, and Michael Vaughan's trying to argue he did nothing wrong. You just pull out an article that says Gary Balance moved to Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit A. Yes. Your Honour, I'd like Your to Honor. bring a new piece of evidence. If you're the prosecution, Exhibit A, Gary Balance has moved to Zimbabwe. He was playing test cricket for this country. And then you just say, I rest my case. <laughs> just You do the old dust the hands off and go and sit down. Rumour has it the opposition uh, lawyers said objection, Your Honour, and the Honour. Said overruled. Absolutely. I'll allow it. He said. I'll allow it. It's sustained. <laughs> Council, right, keep your so questions pertinent to the point. And you can talk about your shield wrap. Yes, uh, Your Honour. Here we are. Tasmania. <laughs> Judge Mick. <laughs> no correcty, Judge Mick. Yes, Your Worship. Okay, we move on to Tasmania versus Queensland at the uh, Blundstone Arena in Hobart. Caleb Jewell made 98, but it was Bo Webster with 168 who led them to the the promised land of um, 450 and above scores, which is their first one for two seasons, Tassie. They made 479 for seven declared. Wow. Yeah. Liam Guthrie took four for – he got a gin for four for 103. Garinda Sandu, how about this? 41 overs, one for 119. Oh, you know how he got up to 41 overs? Oh, little yeah. bit of offies in there, I'd say. I don't know, not looking it up, but nine maidens. Uh, oh, good. Nine, off. nine maidens. Yeah, nine they maidens must have been seen up. Yeah, <laughs> the first nine. <laughs> yeah, Queensland batted first and was shit other than Max Bright. He made 84, so they made it even 300. Three for 72 to Jackson Bird. And two for a two for our man Jared Freeman. Now I notice in Rio. this um, this game, Mick, that uh, there's a conspicuous lap, lack of hair like buttered popcorn, which ah. meant that um, our man Pierre Siddle didn't play, so he couldn't lead the attack. And guess yeah. who won? Tassie. So, uh, I might tell you. So something. the best team in Australia is trying to recruit this boy that can't get a game for Tassie, and that's, that's... It. the worst, second worst. So yeah, Tassie second innings, 101 to the long neck Jordan Silk. Bo Webster just followed up with another 40, and uh, they made 252, which set the uh, old mates of uh, Queensland a target of 432 for victory, and they made one for 184. And that was it. That's all they wrote. And the last act in first-class cricket for 
our mate Tim Payne was to walk off the ground and all the teams lined up. You know, traditionally they put their bats up in the yeah. air. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They actually just all flopped their chop out as you walked past. <laughs> I heard they said congratulations, Tim Payne, on the big screen and then the photo of his <laughs> bungle popped up. There you yeah. go, Payne. <laughs> yeah, so... There you go. I wish him all the best with his future endeavours, whatever they may be. Points. We couldn't um, have a game of Shield Cricket without talking through the points. Ah, they were Tasmania 3.3, Queensland 2.6. And Bo Webster would play the match, would you believe? Knock me right. down with a feather. Mm. 3.3 and 2.6. Yeah, it was a draw. Yeah, mm. but... Okay. Even in draw, usually there's a bigger gap than that. Yeah, yeah or more points. Maybe they didn't mm. score quick enough in the first 100 overs, Ross. Yes, that would be it. All righty. Um, we move on to New South Wales versus South Australia. This game was played in Adelaide, but for some reason, Crick Info list is New South Wales versus South Australia. New South Wales batted first. Nathan McAndrews Dallin took the first four home wickets. Games, New South Wales. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Edwards finally came good and made a ton. But uh, McAndrew took six for that's an impressive effort. Yeah. 32.4 over six for 97. Wow. Your man Spencer Johnson won for 115. Big Italian. Manetti, none for. Manetti, what a lug of a man. Yeah, in reply, South Australia were um, held together by Captain Aerodite, Jake Lehman, 101 not out. And they made 309 for seven. So they declared behind. New South Wales had another Sporting go. declaration. Mm, that's it. Had another go. Ryan Hackney made a ton. And Ooh. yeah, exactly. They <laughs> declared 247 for three. It was all set up for a ding-a-ding-ding. 386 was the target for South Australia. They didn't look like it when Kelvin Smith made a duck. They got good runs out of Daniel Drew with 84 and Jake Lehman made 74, but then they tailed off a bit after Liam Scott went out and it was Harry Nielsen making 19 off 77 balls and Nathan McAndrew 11 off 37. They're a comedy of errors. Chris Green dropped two sodas in the last three overs. He's New South Wales him. shot him, Chris Green, yeah, shot himself in the foot. And um, that meant they finished the Shield season without a win to their name for the first time in like 100 years. So, yes, yeah, so there's only ever been two. I've got the, I've got it here in front of oh, me. Nice one. Before you go on the next game. So there's only ever been two winless seasons for New South Wales in Shield cricket. Mm-hmm. One, The the first one was 1938-39. So I think that was the last time mm. that um, Steve Waugh was playing for them. Um, <laughs> and then there was obviously this season, 22-23. So Ooh. it is. They also have now had the longest um, winless streak in the state's history of twelve games since wow. two thousand twenty-two without a win. They've had six losses and six draws. Previous to that, the streak was ten, which was from two thousand seventeen eighteen, and also ninety-eight ninety-nine. And then the third, uh, the fourth score to, to roll that out was eighty-six eighty-seven, where they had nine winless games in a row. So dire, dire stuff for New South Wales, and it fucking warms your heart. It really does. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So good. Yeah. All those resources, all that advantage of population, and they're still shit. All Alrighty. those baggy greens in their back pocket, and they can't even win a fucking game. <laughs> That's it. You like this one? Draw points. New South Wales, 2.89. South Australia, 2.79. Oh, ring-a-ding-ding. 
Mm. Must be nope. captivating cricket watching that. I wish both teams all the best. Yes. We move on now to Western Australia versus Victoria at the WACA ground in Perth, Western Australia. Cameron Bancroft got him off to a flyer, making 24 of 69 balls. But it was Scott Boland who had the last laugh. He took four for 29. Will Sutherland, three for 33. They were, as um, seeds are in the first round of a tennis tournament, they were bundled out for 122. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Holland just snuck in and got the last two bats. He bowled quite well. It in three balls. Shit, John Holland for the Shield final, but he's bowled yeah. quite well with the last two games they've yeah. played. I love him because he does seem to do that. When the Vicks get on a roll, he'll come in and just like get the 10 and 11 out. <laughs> which Someone's got to do it. Oh, it, yeah. It's, he didn't bowl that many overs, I'm pretty no, sure. 10 overs. Yeah. Three yeah. For 15. I'm not having a go at it. It's just the way it goes. I think the Vicks no. bowled that many overs, really. So. No, they, they rolled him in 61. Yeah, it took him a fair while. All right, Victoria. Marcus Harris made 84. Campbell Callaway Come. made 64. Matty Short, 82. And that led them to 298. There was some interest there about how many runs Victoria and Queensland would make compared to one another. But the Vicks were so far in advance to do with some bonus points. This was a draw, wasn't it? Yeah, that that's right. And it was just so unlikely that it would be a draw. Yep. That, yeah, so that, that was interesting for about half a day, and then it was like, oh, reality was didn't yeah, it wasn't going to make. Queensland five runs short anyway, so such yes. dickheads. <laughs> Ain't so dickheads. Yeah, enjoy uh, your off season because it starts now. Enjoy mediocrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm playing indoor. Yeah, already. <laughs> play no, would you want to travel cricket. that way to India to play indoor cricket? Oh, I can't hear what you're saying. All right, Cameron Gannon, <laughs> four for ninety three. Was the pick WA had another go? Sam Whiteman, who's captain for some reason, he got him off to a flyer, none off 10 as he went out to Bolo again. And but it was Hilton Cartwright, he did a little bit of damage getting 82 before he got um, Fergus O'Neill blew him apart. So he took three for 52. Mitch Perry, three for 44. Scotty Bolo, four for 69. Chomp, chomp. Chomp. Left Victorian needing 61 to win. They did it the hard way, but they got their three for 64 off 26 overs. Matty Short, 23 off 20, of course, going at a fair clip. Yeah. And the points were Victoria, 7.98. Western Australia, one. One. Oh, perfect. One. one. No decimals, just one. Yes, yeah. Alex. Uh, Ross, how many did Teague mm. Willie make? Oh, he's disappointed with what he got, and he got no, in the second wasn't. dig, and he got sixteen. Okay, so look, does a postman um, get disappointed with himself when he accidentally sets fire to all the mail? No, <laughs> he doesn't. So like he didn't get disappointed analogy. at all. Does, does a toddler celebrate when they shit the bed? No, 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 not at all. They don't get down on it. They don't get up on it. They just keep going through with zero emotion, have no fun whatsoever. So he didn't but get down at all in his life. There is scores. something that, like, what is he? This is going to, like, this tomorrow is going to be second Shield final in his career, and he's only yeah. 22 years old or whatever. Yeah. Is. Nuts. Yeah. yeah. And he's only played probably 15 first class games. Yeah, just that, that's what happens when you're in the strong state. You can pick a bloke like that. But, um, yeah, that's true. This was an interesting one because I watched a bit of this because I was on annual leave last week, so I watched a little bit of this game. Um, in the Victorians' first innings, the, it was like it was fucking it was like the um, 
Australian blokes had tennis ball. It wasn't doing anything. Hank come in and bowled all right, but he had a bit of a like kind of. But in the second innings, when we we're trying to get sixty, I fucking doing everything. Yeah. Like, um, there was one that went was a Trav Dean or someone that like pitched outside his off peg, and like pretty much took his like middle leg out. Like just came come through, went through the gap, and just went bam. It was fucking like there was some. It started moving when they. Probably were like, well, we can't fucking do anything about this now. So it was like, fucking didn't help them at all. But yeah, yeah, the pitch was pretty lively, mm. zipping through. Um, like all the, you know, like it's on a side note, Victoria's bowling lineup, bowl lower side, just seems just so up and down. Mm. But like they just take wickets. I don't know. It's just Will Sutherland seems like he's the most medium paced, just yes. up and down, doing nothing yes. bowler, and he fucking takes wickets all the time. Yeah, Perry's the same. Yeah. Um, he was the other bloke. I forget Berg, his name now. Berg Berger. Yeah, yeah, he's the same. They don't. Ferguson's actions were weird too. He's I don't know. It, they just don't look any good, but yeah. they're just in some form somehow. Um, but. I suppose they've got Holland just to back them up in case they bullshit. Coming well, bowlers left arms. Like that, you can just do whatever. Yep, and they're going to drop his fucking sorry ass for the Shield final. Fuck, that's been disappointing <laughs> for him. Talking oh. of Shield finals, Teague Willie is 18 years and 332 days. Oh, yeah, I aged him four years. But... Yeah. <laughs> so he will, he made his debut, um, must have been the game before the Shield final. Jeez. They, said, they said this is his second one, nice. so he must have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, a bit of Aaron yeah. Keating, mate. Just plays the finals. <laughs> no, maybe he made his debut in the final. Oh, I don't know. It's He's late in there. If he did that. March 23 to 25 WA. for his debut. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Must have been the game before. Something you wouldn't think he'd debut in the final, no, but, yeah. no, too said of being out there selection to debut, so when you'd probably want to go with a bit of experience, but yeah, so the Vicks are going to be pretty strong tomorrow. So Hanscom's back, Murphy's back, so pretty much, um, their blokes who are in the test squad are going to be back. Uh, WA won't have Morris, but I think because he's still in the one day squad, so yeah, like a dick. That's, yep. that's that's been weird, Morris. He's gone over there, hasn't played a game. Yeah, it's got bowling effects. Just yeah. travel the world. These are like suit and ties injured and someone else is injured. So WA actually haven't got their, their first string bowling attack either. Mm. So that'd be interesting to see how the game goes. It's going to be at the Wacker again, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah I wonder what yeah. pitch they'll serve up because the lively one didn't serve them too well. Well, maybe it'll be the same pitch, but here we go. Yeah. Here's a here's a little statoid for you. So, um, the last year game of the season before the final was Victoria WA in Perth last season, and that's when Teague Willie made his debut. Okay. And then five days later or something, there was the Shield final in Perth, Victoria, West Australia, and Victoria. Yeah. Then this season, it's Western Australia Victoria in the last game of the Shield season in Perth, and then the final—it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. and that means that Teague Willie has played um, twelve first-class games, and six of them have been against Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. So, but um, 
You think the Vicks, the, like WA is the team to beat, obviously, because what they fucking undefeated this year or, or yeah. until the last round, oh, until their last game. Yeah. But um, but the Vicks are bringing in some pretty big heavy hitters to the finals. So you, they are. I know they got Bolo the game before, but now you bring back Murphy, who's you know in terms of Shield cricket is the best spinner in the country, and then you bring yeah. in Pete Hanscom as well, who's a pretty handy bat. So I think um. Like, obviously, it's going to be either Trav Dean or uh, Chandra Singer, I think, makes way for Hanscom. I don't I think – like, Chandra I know Callaway, in our in our friendship chat, Callaway doesn't have a fan in there. But um, but he actually looked all right in this WA game. Like, yeah. he's, not, like, he's mm. not the world's best-looking bat, but he but he got 20s and 30s and look, and didn't look out of place. Where Chandra Singer, like, he's obviously an accumulator, but he – but he's, he's not even that. He's just he a fucking off, cunt who just blocks balls and fucking stands there. <laughs> like, he, but there was no intent. Like, he's better than Marcus Harris, right? So, and no one's going to confuse Marcus Harris with fucking David Warner. But Marcus Harris, mm. they faced the same amount of balls at one stage, and Marcus mm. Harris had forty-seven, and Chandra Singer had two. Yeah. Like, fuck me. Like, that's come his game. On. Like at some point you've you've got to find a gap oh, yeah. in the field. Yeah. You can't so just this, fucking dead bat This it. was in the chasing of the sixty one. Harris made twenty nine off forty nine. Yeah. And Chandra Singer made two off forty nine. Yeah, in the in, in the first innings it was like forty seven off eighty eight and two off eighty eight when I turned the T V <laughs> on or something. Like fucking hell. Like I know Trav Dean doesn't make many runs, but at least he doesn't stink up fucking fifteen overs not doing it. Like fucking hell. Yeah, and he I makes, think... make his 10 off a classy 21 balls and then get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll keep then his get spot clean bowled by Cameron Gannon. Yeah. yeah, he'll keep his spot. Imagine if he makes a double ton or something. Oh, fucking it'd be good to have Dean. It'd be Dean. so fucking good. To have Dean of all Dancing people. down the pitch, hitting Rockachelli. <laughs> back to the cover drive. You'd love to see it. Oh, Rockachelli's crap too, by the way. What's oh, really? He's that's shit. why he plays for the Renegades, I'm pretty sure. But he was yeah. playing in this fucking game. That's how bad yeah. WA going. And yeah. Ashton Turner what, didn't even bowl himself. What kind of captain are you, uh, mate? Pathetic. Oh, maybe a couple of overs. I think, I think he did it there, but, not, yeah. but he didn't bowl himself when it mattered. No, no, not at all. Um, all righty, Roscoe. So we're going to move on from that. So yeah. Shield predictions, I think the Vicks will win. Ah, easy. To I think they'll win by, by 20 wickets. Yeah. I don't think they'll yeah, lose I wickets. Think so. no. I, think, In innings. I, I think Harris will make two double tons and Trav Dean will make a couple of hundreds. They'll make yeah. 300 and declare, roll them for 100. Bat again, make 300, declare, roll them for 100 and win. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Take the draw out of the equation. That's yeah. it. Just flog them. Yeah. Just fucking yeah. flog them. Um, it, we, we might get rain, buddy. Fucking... Grand Emperor Palpatine. I mean, McGovern has his way in fucking <laughs> and sorts it out for him. But um, all righty. So from there, uh, does anyone? Yeah, we all think the Vicks are going to win. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, Bull. What do you think? Vicks. Yeah. Okay. Vicks yeah. Win. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's like he was in the room with me then, Mick. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. Uh, so, Roscoe, we're just going to work through your list because I didn't have my, many yeah, other right. So, next up, you had the WPL, which is a women's yeah, that's it. league, which you would like to chat about. Yeah, it's just um, come to – no, not a conclusion. The home and away season is concluded. Five teams. It seemed like a huge success to me from what I saw of it. Um, so, coming up on Saturday, we've got the Eliminator. That uh, starts at 1 a.m., just goes through to about 4 a.m., so perfect timing for you, Alex, to see yep, my Indians. Up. Up against the UP Warriors. I'm not sure what UP stands for, but they seem like they're pretty good. And then the final then is uh, Delhi Capitals 
and they're up against the winner of the Eliminators. That makes sense. Five team comp, yeah, you know, works. one yeah. straight through the granny, two and three playing Eliminator. That's fair enough. Should probably be the same if you have six teams. Anyway, good on them. I was concerned though that obviously not all the um, IPL franchises are represented here. There's Royal Challengers, Bangalore, yeah. but I then had a look at the and so this team, the team I love, weren't there in the WPL, and then I had a look at the IPL because it's starting first of April. And I couldn't see my team there either. Deck and Charges. Oh, Corlanders? Oh, not Charges. Deck and Charges. One and two and three and four. Deck and Charges. We want more. Where are they? Anyway, maybe they changed their name. There's some Gujarat super giants, so maybe I'll have to get on to them. But, um, yeah, I did read somewhere that there was like, there's always disappointment because I think at least Perry's team did make finals and a couple of, in the words of some commentators, the girls and the big money didn't perform well enough or something. Oh. Like that. mm. that's, that's always going to come when you have people get paid a lot of money. So yeah, absolutely. But um, I think as a success, top wicket taker, Sophie Eccleston with 14, top run scorer, Meg Landing 310, and Tali McGraw with 295. So. That seems about right. Mm. I'm surprised Bernie Eccleston could take that many wickets, but he's pretty (laughs) not very tall. He's been like an F1 fucking administrator for a long time. But uh, you know what? That's the way the world we're in now. You know, fucking Uh, 80-year-old men can play women's Premier League. Money talks, you know, just paid off everyone. (laughs) Keep your one style. The one game I missed earlier was um, the New Zealand versus Sri Lanka test. The other week. Oh, oh. That, that was the shit show that when they fucked up getting in the final, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Where they ran a buy off the last ball. Yeah. yeah. So uh, those of you who saw it, it was amazing. Those who didn't see it, just the look it up on YouTube or something. It, it is fantastic. Yeah. No matter how much we talk about, we probably couldn't do it justice. You really. I reckon no, I was watching it. the Indian. Australian test, and they just cut to it like it, it was like a I've got a break or something. I've it at the tea break or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the tea break, they just cut over it. I'm like, what's happened to my KO? And I'm like, oh my God, this game. <laughs> yes, because the highlight I saw, it was Brendan Julian and Brad yeah. Haddon calling it almost. They yeah. weren't, they didn't even yeah. cut to the contest, they just cut to the footage, the and they footage. were. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I watched as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thing, um... Was it Wagner's got like a fucking crack in his back or he's got yeah, a bulging disc. And, he and he's like, and he's played the whole series with it. It's like, yeah. fucking hell. And he tore his heavy in the last test and then went out to bat with a torn hamstring yeah. or something. You know what? Yeah. Like That's right. Harris style like, shit. It's like yeah. he's, um, you know, he tried to kill Matthew Wade, but, you know, everyone's been there. So, you know, fucking <laughs> good on him. I, uh, yeah, didn't really enjoy him too much most of his career, but I'm dear to him at the moment for some oh, reason. Did. I don't know why. Like, if you're sitting there watching and he's the opposition, he's a proper fucking wanker. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 But he, when he's playing someone else, you're like, oh, I actually quite like him. But it's know? the Matty Wade thing. If Matty Wade didn't play for Australia, you'd be like, this Oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It'd be my most hated cricketer in the world, probably. Of all time. Yep, of all time. Once in a lifetime, most hated cricketer. Once in a lifetime. The Wagner thing reminds me of a story I heard the other day. This is a footy story, but I'll tell it anyway. So we're at footy training, and I was talking to the senior coach, um, and one of our players has left and gone home to play footy, and and, um, he was talking to him, and he he found out he had to have shoulder surgery, so he's actually going to miss this season, so he's not going to play. 
the coach goes, oh, shit, mate, when did you do that? He goes, oh, round one last year. So he played the whole season and was like our second best player. So like, <laughs> he won the flag and he's playing. He's, he wasn't a big fella. He's playing in the rack. He's back and back, crashing packs, doing all this shit. Jesus. And he had a shoulder that needed surgery the whole fucking season. It's like, fuck me. Like, yeah. That's a lot of people tougher than me out there, that's oh, for sure. <laughs> mate, like, that's like fucking as unbelievable. Like now, like if some yeah. things I watch him do during the year, and then you hear that, and you go, "Fucking Jesus!" But some blokes are just wired differently. So, yep. Speaking of blokes who are wired differently, blokes who play vets cricket are wired differently. And Ross, you like to talk about some international <laughs> players playing vets cricket in the legends. Yes. League. Now, this is my second favorite. See his eyes light up, Mick. He's so excited <laughs> now. Oh yeah. Um, you like my footy story, but as soon as I said fucking legends. Yeah, I think it's the road safety is my favourite because they're international teams and that's where they really struggle at times to find enough yeah. players. Yes. That's where that New Zealand bloke who was 45 who played two first-class games. name? Like mustard yeah, or salt or something weird like no, that? No, that's... Um, I know it's not a... Phil Mustard or whatever. No, his last uh, name was like Salt or Graham pepper. Onions. Yeah. Brendan McCullum, I think it was. Some fucking <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a bloke he had a smoke off. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's a bloke he got the smoke off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the Legends League is not as interesting, although it's you can watch it on KO, it's on cricket everywhere. Capitals won the Legends League. They defeated, oh, that's the wrong year. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's better. Um, Legends League, Asia Lions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sharks Colors 78 goes in vain for the World Giants. Yeah. But, yeah, so the teams have gone weird. It's called Legends League Cricket Masters. And um, the teams are the World Giants, the Asia Lions, and the India Maharajas. Right. Is this like like – uh, ICC sanctioned or run by the BCCI or or is it a purely private? I don't know. I think. I no. I think this is different because this was in Doha. Because I'm looking here and there's some Pakistani players. So right. Shahid Afridi was in the world. It was clearly not held in India. Yeah, or run by the BCCI. Yeah, because that would never yeah. happen. So this is in Doha, and yeah, they just had four games each. And um, yeah, basically shit all over each other and had a great time. It's just it like, does it make money? Oh, yeah, what's the have. point of it? I don't get this. Yeah. Same with the tennis master. It's on fucking KO. Yeah, they're paid for it. So I guess they get some money there. Yeah. So here's the batting lineup of the world giants Lendl Simmons, Morney Van Wick. Don't know who Lendl he is. Lendl Simmons. Fuck. Yeah. Shane Watson, who made a he's captain, he made a second ball duck. Jacques Cullis, Ross Taylor, Paul Collingwood, Samit Patel, Monty Panesar, Brett Lee, Tino Best, Chris Mpofu, and Ricardo Powell. Jacques Cullis would do anything for a fucking buck. I follow him <laughs> on Instagram. Fucking hell, he's just all he's worse than Steve Smith, that bloke was selling he's stuff. Mighty have fallen, but like Daniel Ricardo was fucking driving F1 last year and he fucking played this. <laughs> fucking hell. Asia Lions, Upul Tharanga, Tilakratni Dilshan. He must have got a leave pass from where does he play? Juan Turner or something? Yeah. <laughs> Waverley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Muhammad Afiz, Abdul Razak, Misbar Al Haq, Ashgar Afghan, Thisara Pereira, Shahid Afridi, Paris Kadka, don't know who he is, Sahil Tanvir, and Isuru Udana. A few unknowns there. Mm. But there you go. Yeah, you can um, insert a player. 
and you can have strategic timeouts in the um, Legends Masters League because there's red arrows and green arrows. There's sub blokes in and out. Okay. So the strategic timeouts, right? Yep. Is that the coach like bring them in, bring them in? You're not bowling in partnerships. Yeah, you need to start bowling in partnerships. And then everyone goes, okay. It's got to hit the pitch. (laughs) You're a spinner. Spin. It's got to land spin through the air. The the, uh, third team was the Indian Maharajas, Robin Uthapa, Gutan Gambia, Muhammad Kaif, Suresh Raina, Yusuf Patan, Irfan Patan. Irfan Patan. Patan! Yeah, yeah. Yusuf and Irfan. Stuart Binney, Ashok Dinda. Pragyan, Oja, and Pravin Tambay. Jeez, it stuck gets me ropey towards the end. Anyway, I that's how it went. was left out overnight, but they brought him back into the side in the morning. That's it. That's what, yeah, that's exactly what they did. No one collected him, so they brought him back in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Couldn't play on Thursday because it was Benny Day. Interesting. Yeah. The Legends League has changed a lot. Here we are, Legends oh, League Cricket 2022, shit. and the teams are like India Capitals, Gujarat Giants, and the Manipal Tigers and the Balwara Kings. Oh. They just changed, chucked all those teams out and started yeah, a whole bunch of Someone like ones. owns the name to it, just moves it around and just does what they want. They must they, do, because yeah. the previous season was in Eden Gardens, Calcutta. Yeah. Mm. What do they the do one... with all the memorabilia from the previous teams, Ross? Do they just like oh, store it locally? I don't know. In the... Massive. I mean, there'd be big shields up, wouldn't there? You know? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, who knows? But then, lo and behold, back in grade, college, the International Space Station, they just get, send them <laughs> to update the boards. Yeah. Right, this is getting confusing now. Cricket Info has put them all into the one sort of thing, but yeah. I think they're actually different things. Because um, back to the original, in their own right, right. That's it. Back to the original 2021-22 season of Legends League cricket. That's when they start fucking around with the rules. It was better in 2021-22. And this one was in Al Amarat, which I think is in near Doha in Oman or somewhere like that. And that was back to Asia Lions, India Maharaj and World Giants. So this has confused me completely. If anyone out there is a devotee of uh, international veterans cricket and can set me straight as to the difference between these two cricket competitions, both calling themselves Legends League and Crick Info conflating the two, please set me straight. If anyone's a devotee of this, just download mm-hmm. one of those like dating apps on your phone and just get out in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go for a walk. Yeah. Put your put your feet on some grass or something. Just get, get yeah, it. Yeah, fucking hell, like, you know. <sighs> oh, well, what can you do, eh? Hey? All righty. So, um, lastly, before we, lastly, with the domestic international styles of cricket. So, there's another T20 comp that's making the rounds and it's going to hit, um, hit big. In the uh, in the massive world of the United States sports, and that's the major oh. cricket tournament, which is going to feature some uh, teams in America. So uh, the best it of the some really good names. The, um, Aaron Finch led San Francisco Unicorns. Yeah, they're my team. Yeah, Unicorns. So, I'm Swainers a pony. Finch are going to be unicorns together. So good on them. But I hear you want to talk a bit more about that as well, Roscoe. No, you keep going, Mick. I'm, I'm right. just fascinated by the names most of all. Yeah, so um, so a lot of them, it's very similar. It's just this is the way of the world that basically the fucking IPL is just going everywhere and putting teams in everything. So most of these teams do have – not well, some of these teams do have um, obvious IPL connections you'll hear when I read out the, the team names. So we have the Texas Super Kings who will be – 
it would be based in Grand Prairie, Texas, and play in the Grand Prairie Stadium. Grand Prairie. So Steve yeah. Fleming will be coaching Ooh. the um, Super Kings. We've got the nice. LA Knight Riders, who will be will play, will play out of the Great Park Cricket Stadium, which apparently is a planned stadium. So when this article on Wikipedia was written, it hasn't been <laughs> yet. So I'm interested to see if that's ready to go soon. Uh, that, there's a I quick one there. I, did, I am on the, exactly the same Wikipedia page as you now. Yeah. And I noticed that they said for this tournament, every game is at the Grand Prairie Stadium. Oh, in so that's Texas. the only one ready to go. So tell you what, that's money Prairie Dog. These stadiums will get built. In um, this one, for those of you who like American politics, you might be interested in this. The Texas Super Kings are owned not only by the Chennai Super Kings, but also by Ross Perot Jr. Yes. Who Ross is... Perot was once a failed, was he vice president or president? Uh, I think he ran for president and then pulled yeah. out or something. Yeah, like with the, back in the Bill Clinton era. Yeah. yeah. So in well, when a lot of people pull stuff out all the time. <laughs> he, did, he did a Tim Payne, he pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've got MI New York. I don't know what the MI stands for, but they will, Indians. Play, they, will, they will play out of New York City, New York, apparently. So that's um, that's very wow. unlike New York sports teams because the two football teams play out of New Jersey. But anyway. Oh, wow. Um, and they will I play at the Green Park Cricket Stadium, which hasn't been built yet either. Yeah, uh, just a quick one there. San Francisco yep. Unicorns, and they'll play, at San, they'll play they're based in Santa Clara in California. They'll also play out of a ground that hasn't been finished yet, and Aaron Finch is their skipper. Uh, we've got the Seattle Orcas, who will be playing out of Seattle, Washington. They have signed the Bison. Mitch Marsh will be Ooh. an Orca. So, and then lastly, and definitely not leastly, is the Washington Freedom, who will play out of Washington D.C. So, um, Freedom. Yeah. So a few um, blokes have been signed up out of Australia. Bro- Brody Crouch from the Stars is also going to be a unicorn. I think he's one of these chaps that also has a US passport, so that's why he's involved. Uh, okay. And there was another one which I read somewhere, which I can't find it now, but there's another Australian guy who has a US passport that will be playing. As oh, Brody Couch or something. Now, there's another one, not just Brody oh. Crouch. There's another guy. Okay. Just a quick one, Mick. The um, MI New York is Mumbai Indians. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, and... They have MI Cape Town as well. Okay. So the other the, chap I'm thinking of is um the cat the Cannon, Cameron Gannon. Uh, Cameron Gannon. Ah. And he will be playing mm-hmm. with the Orcas with uh Mitch Marsh. Uh Liam Plunkett and New Zealander Corey Anderson will also be at the Unicorns. Um Unric Nortier and Quinton de Kock will play for Washington and the Orcas, respectively. So Quinton de Kock will be at the Orcas and Nortier will be at um, Washington. And Harasunga has been signed by the Washington Freedom as well. So there's a few big names involved. There's a lot of money going around, obviously being IPL-backed and all that. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plans out. They actually mm. do have, like, baseball, which is the obviously where the major league name comes from. They actually have a minor league t- set up as well. So they actually have development league teams that are currently playing matches in in America at the moment. Right. I think that's their plan is to hopefully actually have American players. Yeah. So, it yes, sounds very Alexander. interesting. Yeah, do the minor league teams have... Like crazy names like baseball minor league teams. Good, but I can't. Like the I can't tell you bees. The Savannah Bananas or like <laughs> or some of the other. All names. the hoops and shit. Yeah, the Rumble Ponies is one. They're one of the, <laughs> one of the Mets affiliates. Yes, Roscoe. Uh, interesting that you're right there with the uh, minor league cricket. 
26 franchise-based teams in four regional divisions. Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. it's got definitely more of a baseball feel. And they're really like yeah. – and you get to, they're investing money hoping to farm and find America. Well, it, it makes sense. It's like your first-class structure. It's all yeah. T20. But, yeah, there's your 26 teams. Um, get to get some players coming through there, get it spread out. And, of course, there's a huge Indian expat uh, community in the U.S. Yeah, Interesting that they're going to play – the games, it seems, will be scheduled as night games due to the summer heat in Texas. Yeah, well, Texas, yeah, because Texas yeah. is like fucking... Alice Hot place. Okay. Yeah, but that could have a downside because um, if it was scheduled in daytimes, it would feature better into the Indian TV market. So anyway, see what happens Night times that. will feature... Um, it'll be like 10... Morning, 11, yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah. Midday for us in Australia, so... yeah. We can watch the unicorns just fucking stick it up everyone My with Aaron Finch at the helm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so. yeah, that's an interesting one. Like, I think, like, they've been talking for years and years how to get the sport into America, and I think this is the best way to do it. So yeah. T20 is definitely the best way to get it into markets where people aren't normally cricket people. So from that point of view, it's a lot of money. Like I said, I read something like they spent $117 million so far, setting up teams and buying players and doing all this stuff. So Jesus. They're not going in half assed So it's yeah. pretty interesting to see how it all plays out. So, yeah. But yeah. All right. I wish them all the best. Yeah. Then we pick the mm-hmm. eyes out of that one. So uh, we'll lastly finish off with a couple of performances in local cricket. Um, so I've got a couple of uh, – the only ones I could find online since our last podcast were from um, were from Emily Allen of the Brunbury Cricket Club. She took six for 16 off four overs and made 48 runs, so well done to her. And we've got Grace Keating of the Sydney Cricket Club. who made 124 red and she hit eight boundaries, so well done to her. Also, a uh, bit of local cricket around, so um, – I had a cousin who played in a flag back home uh, for Nia, for Nia District Cricket Club, where I played my junior cricket. He played the B-grade flag. He shits me to tears, my fucking cousin. He has way more talent, <laughs> than, he has way more talent and ability than I do. He's played in an A-grade flag. He's played. He, he, he made like a ton in the semi and then took a fiver in a fucking grand final. Oh, Jesus. He, um, but he's one of these pricks who like doesn't play at the start of the year and then fucking rocks up after Christmas and fucking dominates and plays in flags. I love him, but he fucking shits me to tears. But well done to him. And there's a couple of guys, a couple of twin brothers playing in that Nye district side who I um who were first eleven players when I was at Nye as a young buck and they're still going around and dominating. So well done to them. But um also shout out to uh Gins Club, was it Port Arlington B grade won the flag? Yep, B ones. So, yep, a solid performance. Uh, winning runs hit by a young fella, which you always like to see. Young junior, 15-year-old, so that was quite good. Celebrations went pretty hard. Uh, I bowed out of the celebrations reasonably early, thank God, I think. Judging was from there someone who wasn't involved in the side making it all about them, like every grand final celebration? <laughs> um not really, was, no. Well, well, if, if you say no, it means it was... you running down there. Yeah, if yeah. you say no, it means it was you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yep, left at 8.30. I couldn't have made it too much about me. You didn't, like, if you, you hadn't, like, you didn't have a bloke who has, he's never around the club all year that volunteered to score the grand final to get a medal that he fucking had nothing to do with. You never wanted to <laughs> No, no, it was, just, it was that perfect thing of the coach did the scoreboard, right, and the president did the scoring. Yeah. So, yeah, you love to see it. I just wanted to have another shout out to um, a mate of mine, um, Blake Dobbin, 
who scored 40 odd in his grand final and took seven for as well in a losing grand final side. So check out this scorecard. Well done, made a great performance. Unlucky, commiserations. Um, but uh, he he took seven for sixty odd or something. The other team put on two hundred and seventy. Fucking Jesus. Yes, it's Jesus. like the most crazy grand final with a local the other level. bikes fucking bowl and fucking I mean, Jesus. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Like, you know, he opens a bowling, quick right arm and swings it in, took seven for a spit, essentially, bowled a few overs, but the opposition team put up 200 odd and then he scored a 40 and they, they you know, got 50 runs short or something like that in reply. But yeah, just well, the other blokes go back to their mark and they go, What do you bowl, mate? Right arm four and 20, thanks. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right arm four and 26 to come. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, shout out to Blake. Great performance in the grand final. Uh, yeah. Good work. Yeah. Yeah, well, now, uh, yes. Mick, I've got a final bit of info for you. Yep. I have go. found the 26 minor league. Team oh, names. here we go. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to sign <laughs> off with this. There's, there's some are good, some are interesting, some are pathetic. Anyway, we've got the Silicon Valley Strikers, the Bay Blazers, and the Hollywood Bay Blazers. Masters. Yeah, Bay Blazers. Yeah. And the Hollywood Master Blasters. <laughs> the SoCal Lashings. I guess that's Southern California. Yep. Lashings. Yeah. Golden State Grizzlies. I think that's a basketball team or something, isn't it? That's a combination because they're Memphis Grizzlies basketball. Oh, right. Okay. San Diego Surf Riders. <laughs> Not surfers. Surf, no, surf, surf riders. riders. Yeah. Maybe they're a feeder team to the Night Riders. I don't know. Seattle is, is, that, is, is that name just to encompass everyone who surfs so they get more people interested? It's That's like the Western true. Bulldogs. It's not just Footscray. It's all West. All the West is, this is Body yeah. surfers, boogie boarders, hydrofoilers. <laughs> uh, Stand-up paddle boarders. <laughs> yep. Uh, parachute, weird surf guys, whatever they're called. Hydrofoilists. <laughs> yeah, the guys Speed who hold the parachute. Dax himself, yeah. Seattle Thunderbolts. Lone Star Athletics, Chicago Finger Blasters, Chicago Tigers. Oh, sorry, slipped that in. Dallas Mustangs. Slipped it in, all right. Yeah, Houston Hurricanes, Michigan Cricket Stars, St. Louis Americans. Or is it St. Louis? I said it wrong, I think. That'd be St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis Americans, my apologies. New England Eagles. NJ NJ Somerset Cavaliers. New Jersey so Stallions. New Jersey, NJ, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's not as words. It's as capital letters. Anyway, Empire State Titans. You like this one, Gim? Yeah. Manhattan Yorkers. Oh, they're my boys. They missed it. They I'm could be the... the New York Yorkers. Come on. Oh, my God. That's Manhattan's in New York. They could I didn't even think about Yorkers. that. Yeah. New York Yorkers. Yeah. They could have just been the New been Yorkers. Like, we missed the play against the Tully Buck Bucks. I could have been the fucking... <laughs> kangaroo flat kangaroos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, team, you won't guess where this team is from. They're called The Philadelphians. <laughs> they got Boston. DC Hawks. Atlanta Fire, Atlanta Lightning, Fort Lauderdale Lions, Morrisville Raptors, and the Orlando Galaxy. So there you go. That's them. My Not favorite the would be. Blues. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> favorite was Lone Star Athletics. That sounds so much like made-up teams in like Madden yeah. or FIFA or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Some of them didn't quite have the rights for everything. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And a couple of the teams play on polo grounds, so that's good on them. Yeah. Are polo grounds quite small? Uh, no, no, there's one I drive past on the way from Ballarat it's to like Geelong. It's bigger than a big. soccer field. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be like the equivalent of probably horses. American football field. Which yeah, is okay. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yes. Many yards long. Yes. Yeah, yards. <laughs> so it's a it's, it's six. A, that American tradition of measuring things in football fields. Yeah. Yes. How big was it? It's as big as six, as long as six football fields. Oh, okay. It, cool. it is interesting, but that um, they've managed to get twenty-six teams. Mm. Yeah. Like obviously, Times fifteen America, like We're not like you know that that. Oh no, this is the first time cricket team been in America. Mm. But for there to be that much of an interest in it, that they can sit there and get twenty-six teams up. It's pretty. Um, yeah. Well, but, but Pavel plays for three of those teams. Yeah. So, well, you know, there's that. Going assault. Yeah. That too. Like, he's the he's the um he's what they call the marquee player at three different teams. He plays every day of the week. <laughs> he should be the mark. No, I won't say what I was going to say. He is the marquee player of the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that eleven. Yeah, yeah. We we don't need to put a name on it. We will just call it the eleven. Yeah. 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 Um, Alrighty, so I think that'll do us. So, uh, do we have any listener feedback? Yes, Alex. I do. I do. Um, Scotty Bill, Bill Bird from Port Arlington Cricket Club um, pulled me aside and said, why haven't you told me about your fucking podcast? Maybe you didn't say the F word. He said, why am I only finding about this now? And I said, well, we're sort of winding it up and it's really shit. He's like, no, it's not. I've listened to a few episodes. And he went back to try and listen to like the first episode and like gave up and then goes, oh, I just went to like the last four. <laughs> he reckons it's really good. I don't know, he might have been being nice to me. Um, but shout out anyway to a new listener in the dying breaths of this podcast. Welcome into the community. Yeah, welcome aboard. We need uh, all the support we can get to limp along to 200. So. Yeah, we've got to, got to get sell all those stubby holders between the well, and two. Oh, well, Boom said, oh, I'll just give you one, and I fucking pulled Bull aside. I nearly punched him. My arm went back. Like, I was like, mate, we've got to fucking make our money back. Yeah, it's a lot of pulling aside. Podcast business, Dave. I did suggest that like we had merch and stuff like that, but there was no real... You know, big response to oh, that. Red bubble, mate. Go get yourself a t shirt. Get yourself yep. a hoodie way there. Yep. Get yourself a baby's bib. I'm pretty sure we yep. still sell those. Get yourself a, a wall mounted plaque that just has a logo on it. <laughs> That's the weirdest one. Get yourself too. a pillow. Yeah. Yes, sure. Got the yes, you get yourself a throw cushion. It oh, seems like there's bag. a lot of people pulling each other aside at your cricket club. Well, we're anyway. watching a grand final, so and oh, yes, you know yes. when you're standing around, that's the best part of cricket is when you're not playing it, you're just mm-hmm. watching it. So there's lots of chatter oh, and right. talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't know. No, yeah. no, you just live in your weird jackass flat bubble. bubble or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All Next to your right, clock on the wall. <laughs> I think that'll do it. Yes. Oh yeah, Roscoe. Yeah, you do have a clock, and you have some. I think you have some perspective plaque. photo. Is that a plaque from the dentist shop on your wall as well? Um, <laughs> all right. Watch out for him, kitties. <laughs> I'm eating a spoon. <laughs> uh, all righty. I think that'll do us. We've jumped the shark, and we'll oh, see yep. you later. All right. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye bye, everybody. Alrighty. Ah, that was long and painful. That was good with that pool, wasn't it? Oh, oh really good. That's the best one ever. Yeah.